This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. We'd like to thank Loot Crate for sponsoring the show. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items, licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. So make sure to head to LootCrate.com slash T-P-A-W, two packs a week. That's LootCrate.com slash T-Paw and enter the code T-Paw3 to save $3 on any new subscription. From the audio shoebox in Meltdown Comics, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden. Let's get it started in here. Welcome to Two Packs a Week, the trading card comedy show. Every week I open up packs of weird, retro, furrific trading cards with a funny friend. And this week's guest is a writer for Geek and Sundry and Comedy Cake and is the co-host of the Purcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Ray Morris. Thank you. So a couple weeks ago, we had Allegra Ringo from the Can I Pitch Your Dog podcast on as a guest. And I thought in an election season, it was only <laughs> fair to give equal time to cats. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I love that there are cats and dog podcasts out there. Can I Pet Your Dog is a great one. Steve, welcome. <laughs> I'm excited to be here in this very delightful, warm shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it cute uh, when cats are in boxes? There needs to be cats in coffins. Like, I feel like cats would be really comfy <laughs> if they laid in coffins. They love a coffin. A little cardboard coffin that yeah. your cat can jump into. <gasps> oh, it's a like scratching box. Nobody do this. We're going to copyright it. Don't do it. we got to get in there. we got to trademark this. So, cats and uh, coffins. Cats and coffins. Now, in addition to being a fan of cats, you are a legit fan of trading cards. Yes, I am. You love trading cards. It's the one hobby I haven't monetized yet. Because uh, I, I Get ready to yeah, start. Hell this yeah. going to pay off dividends, this podcast appearance. Podcast money. Listen, once we do those cat coffins, we're going to be yeah. rolling in it. So. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I love trading cards. I was collecting them when I was a kid, but I think now to me it's the if you don't have a lot of space, it's the easiest way to like still be obsessed with a certain type of movie or comic books. Action figures take up shelves and get dusty and are hard to maintain, but trading cards it's like the whole world contained in like one folder. Although when I was growing up, I was also a huge fan of trading cards, oh, cool. of course, and I bought tons of them. And I had so many binders that it just became ridiculous. <laughs> like, I kept my trading cards super organized in folders, and even so, it was like two shelves worth of them. And so, of course, you go to college, and the first thing is like, what are we going to do with all these trading cards? <laughs> I was telling somebody out in the store, there's one seller on eBay was selling three unopened boxes of Anastasia trading cards <laughs> for $5 free shipping. That's ridiculous. So yeah. if you need to do an Anastasia episode with somebody in the future. Anastasia cards are on my eBay watch list. Yes, I've got something for you. These are cat trading cards, so I thought, why not combine your two loves into one glorious podcast episode? So oh we gosh. have, from Skybox, Garfield, 1992, Premier Edition. These are eight collector wow. cards, plus one bonus tattoo. So if you're a real tough guy, you want to have a tiny <laughs> Garfield <laughs> rub-off tattoo. 
Plus randomly placed holograms. Whoa. Like we may end up with a hologram. Fingers crossed. Fingers Paws crossed. Paws crossed. Paws crossed. And then we also have Perlorian cats stickers. Perlorian cats, it's when you get a cat to like pose in a cat costume mm. and then you take a picture of that. It is six stickers and one stick of bubble gum. Oh, God. And the bubble gum is always toxic. I went through that lesson very early. Right. Because I got an unopened alien trading uh, card pack and that had gum in it. And you ate it. Yeah. And it was a nightmare. And it was gross because part of the stickers peeled off on right. it. Right. So you're just like, oh, all right, okay. There's the nope. paint. Nope. Then this is perfect for alien, I guess. That is <laughs> totally disgusting. And I'm going to get a just, alien you, inside me. I just yeah, like you just burst feel in. like something wants to burst out of your stomach. Basically. All right. Guest gets to decide. Uh, Garfield. Or Perlorian cats. I'll do the Perlorian cats. All right, very good. Slide that over to you. Oh, no, that was a nice slide. Oh, thank you very much. I've gotten good at it. All right, I'll open this first. Cool. Let's get into Garfield. We're, we're ready. Ready. Full ASMR action. I don't know if it does anything for anyone. I hope it does. I hope somebody listening to the show is only listening to it to hear the sounds of the rappers opening. (laughs) They should tweet at you. They should. What is it, two packs a week? Two packs a week. Nice. At two packs a week on Twitter, TWO. It's always interesting to see the borders of trading cards and what they choose to be a complimentary design. Yes. And these are just purple border with orange paw prints. I got a rub-off tattoo of Garfield sticking his tongue out. Wow, what a rude dude. He is a rude dude. He is totally outrageous. He's in your face. This is very rebellious. I feel like this works well as a tattoo. No, I think so. Yeah, what is this, 92? 92. Nice, okay. Yeah, if you're the kid who put that on his on his hand, you know, and <laughs> you're like- On his inner wrist. On his inner wrist. The teacher like scolds you and then turns around and you like show your wrist at her back. It's like- Take that, teach. Take that, teach. Everybody starts laughing. Then she turns around. It's like, what was that? Yeah. Was that a Garfield tattoo? <laughs> I think Ferris Bueller had that on his- <laughs> And that's how he got out of school early. (laughs) Well, I'll kick us off here with Taurus. Yeah, this is a horoscope kind of situation. It's a drawing of Garfield, and he is smiling, hands outstretched, big smile, on top of a raging bull, a bull (laughs) who is unhappy that Garfield is on top of him. Well, I don't necessarily blame the bull. Garfield's being annoying. (laughs) Is the bull a character on Garfield? Not that I know of, but I guess this is Taurus, so... This is the bull. Oh, that makes sense. This is the bull from the horoscope. (laughs) Let's see on the back. Taurus, April 20th to May 20th. Stubborn as a bull, it's your way or the highway. Wow. Undaunted by adversity, you charge on to gain the respect of others. A lover of luxury, your motto is, if you don't indulge yourself, who will? (laughs) What does this have to do with Garfield? I was going to ask that because my card is also an astrological sign as well. And I was like, I wonder if that was a theme of the show or no. card, the original comic strip. I mean, I guess newspapers maybe are known for oh. having horoscopes. Of course, Garfield is syndicated in newspapers. But other than that, I I really don't know. Maybe Garfield is a Taurus because he loves luxury. The luxury uh, of spaghetti, the lasagna, spaghetti, lasagna, <laughs> or no, lasagna, lasagna, lasagna. Steve, I know. I was like, wait a minute. I just said spaghetti, lasagna. You're supposed to be cat expert here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you don't know about Garfield, what do you know about cat? I just, you know, my '80s cat staple was always Morris the cat. What's your astrological Garfield sign? <laughs> my astrology. <laughs> That's not a sentence I ever thought I would hear in my life. It's Garfield, and he's holding up 
Oh, he's holding up some spaghetti. So maybe uh, well, so he eats spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. He he, he doesn't his, too bad for himself. His diet is pretty broad. He'll probably eat ice cream and anything you throw at him. He moves his hands to his mouth very quickly, and so anything that gets in between his hands and his mouth will be devoured. In his way. Again, when I read this back, I'm so curious to know what this means. But yeah, so it's Garfield looking. He's kind of got like a very like lazy, sensual smile. He's like mm, yeah. food. In both of his hands, he's holding pie. Okay. He's got spaghetti. Right. He's got a hot dog, and then there's ice cream on top of the hot dog. We should point out it's the size symbol for Libra, so he's like a balancing scale. Oh. I believe that is what this card is meant to represent. So, here. yeah, on the back it says September 23rd to October 22nd. Adept and graceful, you maintain a proper oh yeah you maintain exactly. a proper, proper balance. balance in your life. Right. A possessor of good taste, you also like things that taste good. Oh okay. Right. Fiercely independent, you hate rules. Parentheses especially limits on dessert. So are we saying that everybody is like a Garfield? No matter what astrological sign you are, you are basically Garfield in this, some way. This would be a BuzzFeed quiz like which Garfield are you? <laughs> are you Libra Garfield, Taurus Garfield? Yeah. So my card, it's number seven, and it's Arlene. Arlene. It's very- Garfield's lady cat friend. Very sexy with Lana Del Rey lips. Okay, so this is the thing. Arlene has giant human lips. That would be terrifying. If you saw a cat that looked like that- you would be freaked the fuck out. Imagine if, and then imagine seeing that cat across, you know, because she's sitting on a fence at night. Yeah. And imagine that cat looking over at you from your window and just like winking at you sensually. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my God. Imagine Garfield and Arlene on a fence having sex and you looking at that and you're like, oh God, these nightmare cats are having sex outside my apartment. This is a waking nightmare. This is a waking nightmare. This is a nightmare. Um, so first appearance is 12 17 80. Okay. She was in time for maybe a Christmas one. Yeah, one. that makes sense. Arlene is the female cat most likely to share dinner and insults with Garfield. Hmm. Two things. <laughs> that's like the best. That's Garfield loves. Yeah. Insults and dinner. Uh, they have a love-hate relationship. Garfield loves himself and Arlene hates that. Whoa, that's a weirdly psychological... Yeah, that relationship wouldn't work at all. I don't think there's any part of that that makes sense. Though they will continue to trade fat jokes and tooth quips, don't look for anything serious to develop. Garfield's still looking for a mate who will accept him for what he is. Perfect in every way. Oh my god. (laughs) Garfield, it's been 30 fucking years. Like, it's time to settle with Arlene. Oh like it's Arlene is sticking around this long. You're not going to find anything better. Yeah, you're, you're fat. You're gross. <laughs> yeah. You're selfish. Yeah. You're mean. Yeah. So somebody is willing to tolerate you. Settle Garfield. <laughs> Garfield, it's time to settle. Yeah, I mean, it seems like if she enjoys hanging around him, she certainly, you know, she cares about him enough. So, <laughs> oh my God, that card that you have looks terrifying. Oh God, this is. It's called Garfield the Cliffhanger, and. Here, I'll show it to you. It's Garfield in a tube. He's got his tongue out. He's kind of a rude dude here. Yeah, very rude era for Garfield, (laughs) I feel. And there's these, like, green aliens that they almost kind of look like frog, but mixed with, like, a gray, like a typical gray. And he's got, like, a saw, and I don't even know, maybe that's his brain, or... Oh, my God. Yeah, he's really in a... Study that one, because it's very detailed. He's really in a sci-fi predicament here, although he seems to be... I can't tell if he's taunting the aliens or if he's just gone space mad. See, that's what I was confused because at first I thought he was taunting them, but then 
are they like holding his brain in the tube? Yeah, it looks little? like they might be. So he's like super stupid now. He's an Odie. He's an Odie. He's become an Odie. So we'll find the answers on the back. I don't know if you noticed on the back, they have these like weird little comics. I wonder if you like if you put the strips or oh, in, this, in the right that's... order and it completes a strip. Yeah, that would make sense. I see one where Garfield has an ice cream cone. Then I see one where Garfield is pulling out Odie's tongue. Odie oh. does not seem to mind that, which no, is that's, crazy. Yeah, that's on my back too. This is card 49 and it says scene four. And here's our answer to this quandary. Luckily, just as Garfield let go, an alien spaceship beamed him aboard. The aliens immediately recognized Garfield's intelligence. And fortunately, they wanted to put it in a jar. But I'm really brainless, Garfield protested. Arf, arf, see? Smiling, the nearest alien raised his laser blade and... To be continued on card 50. So he is pretending to be a dog so that they will think he's stupid. Yeah. So they won't take out his brain. Yeah. How intelligent is Garfield? Like, he's obviously very intelligent for a cat. Sure. Like, although this is a universe where cats and dogs have intelligence, presumably can trick insurance salesmen on the cartoon (laughs) and stuff like that. Do you think Garfield is really smart? I mean, I think cats are generally really smart, and that's something to that I talk about on my podcast is that cats have these kind of silly meta emotions, and, right. and, and or they at least appear to. So I almost feel like maybe this is some weird, like the Pixar theory where like all animals just have like supreme intelligence because of some weird evolutionary, like, and Garfield is part of that as well, because they have the ability to do much more thoughtful activities like tricking insurance. Like, like, I think Garfield is clever. But I don't necessarily think of him as, like, super intelligent. Like, I don't think his brain, if you were scanning it, like, would you see, like, oh, the brainwave patterns on this yeah, yeah. Garfield brain is, like, it's a super brain. I mean, he... He's, I don't think he's joining Mensa. No, is no. That's what I'm saying. But I do agree that he is, like, wily when he's not selfish and lazy and I, I, trying to sleep. I mean, he is smart enough to hate Mondays. But, but that's it. another can of worms. Why would he yeah. hate Mondays? He's a cat. Doesn't go to work. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. He's lending moral support to us. <laughs> I've got one more here. So this is a black and white illustration, and it looks like something out of a newspaper. And it's a picture of, I believe, a giant Garfield balloon, and it's being held by a loudmouth bald man who's giving it to a lady. And it says, Dad burst six balloons with one dart. I have no idea what this is. That's a lot going on. Garfield cameos. Herman. Garfield is certainly a big, fat, hairy deal in this Herman comic by Jim Unger, dated 2-13-84. Okay, so this is another newspaper Mm. comic strip that Garfield is making an appearance in. But if you think this is big, keep in mind that the fat cat has also been a huge hot air balloon that has actually flown over the Alps. Wow, and in the Macy's yeah, parade was, was, as well. That's what I would immediately think. Yeah, of. they chose the the more obscure, more obscure thing. But I'm going to be honest. I don't think Garfield appearing in the comic strip Herman is that big a deal. <laughs> well, I'm so. wondering now if I mean again we're we're only opening one pack. I wonder if they show all of his cameo appearances in other comics. That'd I mean. be cool. I remember one where Snoopy did a cameo in Garfield, oh. where Garfield is like walking past a mirror and sees like Snoopy in his reflection. And it's like an April Fool's Day joke. And he's like, 
fuck this. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> That's a great panel. <laughs> if it's just like that with the mirror and then it's just like, fuck this. Fuck and this. Why don't we take a break and sit in a sunny spot <laughs> on the sofa for a little bit and we'll be right back with more Two Packs a Week. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Packs a Week. Meow. Meow. <laughs> Let's open up her Lorian cat stickers. I just don't want the gum to fall out of my lap. <laughs> it's like a cat brushing up against the microphone. Oh, the, oh, I can feel the gum dust all over him. <laughs> I've never tried to undo the sticker for an old trading card, and I feel like they wouldn't work. I feel like if you tried to peel the sticker off, it would just... Oh, I have tried. Oh, okay. They will not stick to things. Oh. It looks like a sticker, and it like peels off like a sticker, and you think, oh, this is going to work, and you stick it on. It doesn't. They don't stick anymore. Whatever happened, the adhesive, I guess, dematerializes or something. <laughs> so I got one here just to kick us off. It is just the artwork from the rapper Perlorian Cat Stickers. It even says just six stickers, one stick of bubblegum. Just to remind you of the oh. thing that you opened. And then on the back, it's an offer for Perlorian Cat Posters. Sweet. So if you get these stickers and you're like these are not big enough i am a crazy cat lady in my office and i need to let everybody know about it why don't you sure, just, yeah, just yeah. kick us off here what do these look like what yeah yeah even though they're stickers they're very classic tops to me which is like bright red kind of borders like the star wars ones and stuff like that right so we have here it looks like a coney island kind of setup where we have oh no it is it's an actual theme park Oh, crazy. So it says, the world's Pelorian land. This isn't an illustration. No. This is a photograph of a model amusement park set. Yes. And then we see our uh, cat. Yeah, we see a cat with overalls and like a silly red hat. It's standing up like a human. <laughs> oh, it's got a bike underneath one arm. So maybe it rode up to the theme park. And then there is a lady kitten denoted by the bow and a dress, uh, and she's at the ticket booth. And it says open, and it says tickets. And then you see kind of, it looks like a theme park game, maybe like a skee-ball situation. Right. Or, but it's a very yeah. detailed scene. There's this full like diorama behind it that like, fades off into the focus, so it's kind of blurred out. But These are very detailed. Yeah. A lot of work went into this, clearly. I wonder if there's like an attic somewhere where these are all just stored. Oh, I hope so. That would be cool. I wish that... Instead of cat posters, they offered to just send you the the model. the model so you could do this with your own cat. That would be so great. This next one is, so I'll describe it. Yeah. It's a kitten, and he's wearing like a little sheriff outfit, <laughs> except it's puffy and blue, but you can tell there's like a, sh a little gun, like a little holster for like a Toy Story-esque kind of like situation. Great. Uh, with like a sheriff's badge, but it's also got a cape, so maybe it's doing a superhero thing. <laughs> and then it's in front of like a little vanity mirror. Oh, I wonder if this cat is like in its mom's bedroom but then there's like a baseball in the lower left hand corner oh so that's what this is the cat is a child playing pretend in Ser the sheriff superhero is sheriff superhero in a bedroom possibly their mother's bedroom so we're we are pretending that this cat is a child pretending to be a superhero pretending to be in their mother's bed. Yes, it all gets very specific. And then there's also a bucket on its head, on the kitten's head. And then it's also holding a sword. And how would you describe the cat's expression? Does the cat enjoy 
being there. This cat, it's like its head is like unnaturally sideways, like <laughs> exorcist kind of. Thing. Yeah, it's like almost like turning upside down, and it's just kind of like what? Like it's sort of like what's happening. I'd like you to describe what you think the person in charge of this is like, like physically and like demographics wise. Like, who do you imagine is making this? I, I think if, if we're going to think about cat lady stuff, I don't think it's a regular cat lady. I feel like a cat lady would be like, no, I just want to enjoy my cats. This right. is a dude, maybe he wears all black, but it's all covered in cat fur because he hangs around cats. And he's just like, oh, my pretty babies. Like, <laughs> like we're going to design and make you into masterpieces, you know? Uh, like, I feel like... An it, effeminate weirdo. He can't just enjoy the kittens as they are. He has to, like, stuff them into these little dioramas. And he's, he's I, a little obsessed. i imagining an older... New York fashion photographer who is like on the outs with the scene and like has to do this for money uh, and it's like well if I'm going to do it I'm going to do it right damn it yeah, we're yeah. going to have the best designers we're going to have the best costumes <laughs> with it, the best cats you it's, know? it's like Mighty Ducks except for cat posters yeah the it's Emilio like, Estevez of cat photographers yeah it's like they're on the way out they're not in the game anymore but <laughs> then it's like one last chance to like save the school or to <laughs> save the cat shelter I think this is my favorite so far it's Pelorian Band very imaginative. What uh, kind of band are they? To describe it, it's a drummer. It's a little like black and white cat wearing a sweet leather jacket. Cool. Playing the drums yeah. on top of the stand that says Pelorian Band. Great. And then there's another kitten looking very like, ah, let me out. Uh, <laughs> and he's wearing also a leather jacket and puffy leather pants. Oh, yeah. And then a red bandana. So and then he, this is maybe a Bruce Springsteen-inspired cat? Possibly. Like, baby, he was bored to run away from this horrible photo shoot. So this is Max Meowberg in the, <laughs> in the background. Um, but I just noticed, so it's drums and then it's a bass guitar. So maybe this, this is very avant-garde of them. Oh, yeah. Just drums and bass. Well, maybe there's another sticker of the lead oh, guitarist and like a keyboardist. And, yeah, yeah. And maybe that keyboardist eventually becomes Keyboard Cat. Oh, my gosh. These are the origins of. Yeah, this uh, was. Yeah, because this was the early band. years. Yeah, yeah. I've got the last one here. This is interesting. <laughs> you look very like you look as bewildered as those kittens. I want to say this is like a go go 80s like executive at home cat just got off the treadmill and it's a very Gumby-esque outfit going for a soda I think it's like a supposed to be like a bodysuit like an exercise suit in like a nice house yeah it's hard to tell what's going on in that one like a lot of trading cards I feel like this one asks more questions than it answers (laughs) well and if we're describing cats and their expressions the kitten in this one like again it's the sort of like (laughs) pre-exorcist sort of thing but it looks kind of like from my view it looks kind of like not bewildered but like resigned to its fate I don't know if you see that close up yeah no I can see the resignation the dead eyes the dead eyes I can't imagine shooting this on film you know, developing this in the lab. Oh, my God. This would be the best day, I think, as a photo developer, just, like, developing these, like, oh, my God, this is some crazy nonsense. One kitten to the next. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the Percast. Sure. The Percast is hosted by Sarah Iyer and myself. We went to college together. And then in L.A., you run into people again and again. And even though we had both had been, like, you know, four or five years since we had graduated or more, we noticed we always talked about cats when we were together. We talked about our cats. And we noticed that 
people who have cats like to talk about their cats. Agreed. We've had a lot of great guests on so far. We've had a comedian Dave Ross. Oh, cool. Georgia Hartstark from Alley and Georgia. We've had like some really great friends of ours. My friend Javi, who's an artist. Like, we also had somebody who has an Instagram famous cat on. Our friend Sammy Walshlegger, her famous cat Little Adolf. With Instagram, if you want your pet to be famous, there has to be something wrong with it. <laughs> it has to look cute, but it also has to have, I assume, Hitler mustache. Yeah, it yeah. Looks like a little Adolf Hitler. Yep. Or one big bug eye. It's is constantly out in a weird way like totally that's how you make a famous cat exactly and yeah everybody who's been on the podcast has been very sweet and very in the sense of like oh I could talk about my cat for hours thank you for giving me an hour to talk about it and I was very surprised how many different stories there are there was like burning building stories there was like drug trips there was like <laughs> drug uh, trips with their cat yeah like people tripping out around their cats and stuff well you could feed the cat nip while you take yeah well you're where you, yeah well you're smoking weed the cat's on catnip and right. it's perfect it's a great show I've listened to it oh, I've you. enjoyed it if you like cats and I'm speaking to you the listener you'll enjoy the show to. It's called the Purcast, and it's on the iTunes. Yep, is where you can get that. Mm-hmm. We have come to an important time oh, in excited. our show. It's time to trade. Trade. Should I count the intro card as a card, or should we set this one to the side? I mean, you can try to throw it in and get me to check. I get frustrated with checklists. Intro cards, like... Advertisements. Advertising cards. I don't know. I'm going to set this one aside. I feel like we just need to stick with the core set. stick with the core here. I mean, the rock and roll cats are pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know. That might be the one I don't want to part with. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. What about the Coney Island cat here? This is a fun time here. I think this one is fun. I think you'll enjoy this one. I'd be happy to part with that one. I like classic fun times here. And And that is a very cute outfit, I have to admit, with the bow tie and the suspender. Is ridiculous. And then you get the grass and laundry sticker in the back. <laughs> what can I offer uh, you? As a let's trade? see. Um, Arlene is also kind of a nightmare. Yeah, um, that's true. Even though I'm not going to know the rest of the story, I kind of like the alien brain cat one. It's a classic Garfield moment. Yeah. Garfield's outsmarting some aliens. <laughs> does he know they're aliens or does he think they're just weird looking humans? That's a very good question. Or does he just think they're weird cats? Yeah, that's true. They say that cats just think everyone's a cat. Yeah, somebody wrote a version of Alien from the perspective of the cat. Oh, that's brilliant. And they called the xenomorph the big black cat. (laughs) The big black hairless cat. Uh, (laughs) That's cute. I like it. Cool. Steven. Yes. Thanks so much for- This, is, this was so much fun. Oh, this, <sighs> this was a blast. This Thank you for having me on. Of course. We got to have you back again sometime. Oh, I'd totally be down to open more trading cards. That's right. And we'd like to thank Meltdown Comics for hosting the show. You know what? If you go to Meltdown Comics and you say, two packs rocks, they're going to give you 10% off. That's how cool they are. That's awesome. It's a great store. They've got amazing books there comics and otherwise you can get books that i've published there in a publishing company called the devastator and some of our funny books are there like we don't think you're racist which is a hilarious book for white people who are concerned that they might be racist they sell that here but look anything you want it doesn't have to be me related <laughs> anything you want you get it 10 percent off come to meltdown in los angeles it's a great shop steven thanks so much yeah uh, thank for you being here. No, thank you again for having me this has been really fun Meow. Meow. See you next week. Meow. Meow. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. 
Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week, that's T-W-O, and me at Jeffrey Golden, that's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. Lovable, playful, and brainless as a brick. That's Odie, Garfield's faithful friend and whipping dog. Odie never thinks, sometimes barks, and constantly slobbers. Odie was originally owned by John Arbuckle's roommate, Lyman. Lyman left the Garfield strip, but Odie remained. So, yeah, this was a thing. I definitely read a lot of Garfield as a kid. And Lyman is like a regular character. He's this guy with a mustache who owns Odie. And one day... Lyman disappears. Whoa. Like you just stop seeing Lyman in the strips and you're like, what happened to Lyman? Because Odie was Lyman's talking. Odie's constantly with Garfield. And eventually John Arbuckle owns Odie, but we never know what happened. Oh my gosh. I think he's in John Arbuckle's basement. Yeah. Chained up. I, I didn't grow I, I didn't grow up. I mean, I'm more familiar, if anything, with the Garfield cartoon. Yeah. Uh, he's Lyman, wasn't it? A figure. Well, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. They're like rewriting the history, but these cards were more respectful to the original mythology of uh, Garfield. And thank God.